Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of All Around Sports. I'm your host, Ethan Diamond, and today I'm going to go over a pretty controversial topic. I mean, I think a ton of people aren't going to agree with me on what I say today, but I'm going to go, I'm going to preview the NBA playoffs if they were to happen, go through every single matchup, Eastern and Western Conference, and we'll see who I think will come out on top. I'm Ethan Diamond. Thanks for listening. All right, guys, so we're just going to get right into the first round of the playoffs. The seeding that we're going to go by is what it was like at the end of the season or what it was at. So in the East, the Bucks were the number one seed, and they would take on the number eight seed Orlando Magic. And for me, this is obviously a no-brainer. I mean, the Bucks are easily the best team in the league, and Orlando has absolutely no chance against Giannis and Middleton and guys like that. No way they can win. Next game would be the two-seed Raptors versus the seven-seed Brooklyn Nets. I personally think the Raptors would probably take this series maybe 4-1. to one. Even without Kawhi Leonard, they're really going to dominate, especially if the Nets are without stars Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Toronto has so much depth with guys like Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry behind them. I think it's easily they're easily going to win. Celtics and Sixers are the next matchup. And I'm going to project the first major upset here with the Sixers winning the series 4-3. to There are only six in the Eastern Conference, but there's tons of parity in that area. We're in the 3-6 to six seed. The middle of that pack is all around the same winning percentage. And they have a really strong young core. Guys like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid can erupt on any given night. Celtics are good, but I think the Sixers, the Sixers have one of the best home records in the league at 28-3. and three. And they're just amazing. I think they can easily probably sneak away with a game seven in Boston and win the series four to three. Now the final game of the Eastern Conference first round would be Heat versus the Pacers. And in my opinion, the Heat are, is really one of the most underrated teams in the league. I think they're going to win that series four to two. They're really an amazing team. They play more zone than any other team in the NBA, which really helps them survive because teams aren't really used to that. Most most in the most in the NBA play man to protect against the three point shot from deep, which has really come alive in the last couple of years. But the Heat have such a good defense they can play zone and still protect that shot. And they've won a ton of games. Their center, Bam Adebayo, is really a big candidate for most improved player of the year. He's blossoming into a star. Double double and he's he has double double averaging this year on points and rebounds. And he's great at, he's a great passer too. And the Heat really have a ton of depth. In fact, they have six players, six players on their roster, averaging about 13 points or higher. So I think the Heat are easily going to beat the Pacers. And that is going to bring us to the first round of the Western Conference. And top-seeded games are really no-brainers, just like the East, in my opinion. The Lakers are taking on the Grizzlies in the first round. Now, this is really one of the most exciting matchups, regardless of the fact that it's one versus eight. The Lakers, you'd think, were probably clear frontrunners to emerge victorious, but they have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, probably two of the best players in the league, if not the best two players in the league. Young upstarts from the Grizzlies, like Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Morant, could challenge them in one or two games, but I think the Lakers would take the series four to one. They're just too good for a team like Memphis, who really has no experience LeBron, AD, have a ton of playoff experience. They also have guys like Kyle Kuzma who are there to help if one of them has an off night. They're just too good for a team like Memphis, in my opinion.
Up next is the Clippers and the Mavericks. This is going to be a really close series. Honestly, the Mavericks are probably the most underrated team in the Western Conference for me. They're only a seven seed, but they're led by a huge dynamic duo by Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. Surprisingly, I can't believe they're a seven. I think the Clippers are going to sneak away with a game seven here and barely take the series four to three. This might, the Mavericks is definitely going to be one of the toughest matchups if the, Clip, if the season returns and the Clippers get matched up with them. Well, they're only the seventh seed in the West, but they actually have an average point differential of 6.1 points, which is only half a point behind the Clippers. The Mavericks, are, again, they have a star duo, Luka and Chris Stapps. Luka, a huge draft pick by them, one of the greatest picks in Mavericks history. As a matter of fact, they traded up, for, they traded up with Trey Young to get him, and they pulled a huge trade with the New York Knicks to get Chris Stapps, former number four pick in the draft. And I think the Mavericks will take an early lead. They have games three, four, and five at their at their home stadium, and they are very good at home. But I mean, I think the Kawhi Leonard led Clippers. He's just built for the playoffs, and they'll find a way to get out of that eventually. The Nuggets and the Rockets, the three versus the six seed. This is also going to be one of our major upsets. I think the Rockets, surprisingly, are going to take this one in actually five games. I'm going to be honest here, and you guys might disagree with me. This is up for debate. But I never really understood the hype behind the Denver team. Everyone was like, oh, they're so good. Sports Illustrated had them ranked number one in the Western Conference this year preseason. But I didn't really understand it. They really have no depth behind their top three players. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Will Barton. Most of their other guys have little to no experience. They don't really, and they don't have a playoff caliber offense at all, in fact. They're third worst in the Western Conference in points per game, which is crazy if you think about it for a team that's third in, third in their conference. I mean, really. And they have guys like Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Barton, as I said, who are really offensive stars, but they just can't, the rest of their offense really can't pick up the slack when they're sitting down. The Rockets, on the other hand, have scored 118 points a game, which is good for second in the NBA behind only the Milwaukee Bucks. They have a ton of good. They have a ton of offensive stars, including Harden and Westbrook, and I think they'll carry Houston into the Western Conference semis. They will be taking on the Clippers in the second round. Now, for who the Lakers will take on in the second round, a matchup between the Jazz and the Thunder. This one's also going to be disputed because a lot of people really love the Thunder this year, but I'm going to go with the Jazz. They're a really strong team led by guys like Mitchell Gobert. And these teams are really close in the standings. OKC is only one game behind Utah, so you know it's going to be a close series. But personally, I really like Utah this year. And Oklahoma really doesn't have that much depth or playoff experience. The only guy with playoff experience is Chris Paul. And Shai Gilgis-Alexander, their number two guy, has not been to the playoffs once. And for that reason, I think I'm going to go with Utah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the first round. The Bucks, Raptors, 76ers... Heat, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, and Jazz have advanced. So, in the second round, let's just get right to it. The first matchup is the Bucks and the Heat. The one-seed Bucks versus the number four Heat. This is going to be a really good matchup for me. Probably the best conference semifinals matchup there is. I think the Bucks are going to win this series in six games, four to two. And they're like a star-started Bucks team against like a gritty, gritty defense team defense first heat team and I'm gonna be really honest here all the hype behind the Miami defense I get it they're a really good defensive team they play a lot of zone which surprises a ton of teams 
But in a playoff round like this, they have, especially after a sweep of the Magic, the Bucks will have tons of time to prepare for them. And Giannis is just going to be too much. He's my vote for MVP. And they're really good at exploiting zones. They have dominant three-point shooting, which is a really good counter to that. And one of the more underrated All-Stars this year, probably their second look to behind Giannis, Chris Middleton. I think he'll really erupt during this series and help the Bucks maybe edge past Miami. In the next game, it's the Raptors and the 76ers. And the team that's going to be facing the Bucks in the Eastern Conference semifinals is actually, surprisingly for me, going to be the Sixers. They're only the sixth seed. But again, as I said, the three to six range is tons of parity. There may be only two games behind the three seed, so they could easily get on a hot streak if the season returns. Maybe get a five-game win streak, and they'll be the three seed. Sixers are really good. This is going to be my third upset of the postseason, and they have a really strong core. Philly does. Guys like Embiid, Simmons, Tobias Harris. They also have tons of depth, like Furkan Korkmaz, a really underrated player, Al Horford, Josh, Josh Richardson, Alec Burks. Even guys like Shake Milton have shown so much promise in certain games. Sixers actually played against the Clippers, who I have gone really far in this playoffs. Milton erupted. He scored 40 points, 25 in the first half. Games like that could really push them over the Raptors. And they'll depth will really be the difference. It's gonna, I've, I have this going to seven games, the full seven. And they should win all their home games and maybe find a way to sneak out of game seven. And that will set up a date with Milwaukee in the conference finals. Well, onto the Western Conference. We've already got one part of the conference conference final settled. And here we go. We're going to go right into it. Lakers and Jazz. I think the Lakers are actually going to sweep this series. Jazz might be good, but I think the Lakers will get a tougher opponent than a... Definitely a tougher opponent than a John Morant and the Grizzlies in the first round. But they should, easy, they should still easily coast through on LeBron and Davis' shoulders. They can create mismatches inside and outside. On the outside, their guards with guys like Alex Caruso and uh, Kyle Kuzma. And on the inside, LeBron and Davis. Gobert can't guard both of them. So, I mean, I think one of them, will, one of them each night will definitely have a huge uh, series. Uh, and the Lakers will advance. And what I'm going to have here is I think it's going to be the Battle of LA. We've all been waiting for this since Kawhi ditched Toronto for the Clippers, and the Clippers are easily going to defeat Houston. Houston's lack of defense should really come back to haunt them. And with a team like the Rockets that's so rallying on the three, I mean, if their shooters have an off day, they could easily easily lose a game by, I don't know, 25 points, especially to a solid offensive team like the Clippers. And their shooting could definitely fall off in a crazy atmosphere like the Staples Center. And the Clippers have an all-around great starting lineup, guys that can do it all, like Landry Shamit. Their starting point guard, he's a great passer. Paul George, shooting guard, he's an awesome scorer. Kawhi is obviously an amazing defender and a talented scorer. Lou Williams is easily the best, best six-man in the league. I can't even keep track of how many six-man awards he's won by now. And this is going to be a great conference finals. The Bucks and the Sixers and the Battle of LA, the Lakers and the Clippers. Well, in the conference finals, Bucks and Sixers, I mean, this one's kind of obvious for me. The Bucks are easily one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. And I think they're going to come out of this series winning 4-1. to 76ers record might be good, but, I mean, the Bucks are just so much better. Sixers away record will come back to haunt them. They're actually 10-24 away from Philly, as a matter of fact. And the Bucks' light-out shooting is really going to take advantage of the team. I mean, you know you're so much better when 
you're known for three-point shooting as a part of it, and your opponent is led by a player who's never hit a regular season three-pointer in Ben Simmons. And after a heartbreaking loss to Kawhi and the Raptors, they were up 2-0 last year on the Raptors and then lost four straight, then went on to defeat the Warriors. Um, they're going to rally and defeat Philly and get a berth in the finals to face one of the Los Angeles teams. Now, this is the conference finals we have all been waiting for, Lakers and Clippers. I personally think the Clippers are going to somehow come away with the series 4-3. And even though the Lakers have the top seed, there's really no home field advantage since they both play in the same arena. And this is definitely an advantage for Clippers because this one of LA's weak points is away games, and taking this away will really increase their winning chances. Kawhi's easily the best defender in the game, and he could probably limit Davis and LeBron's production, guard one of them in different times. And the Lakers' lack of ball handlers behind LeBron could come back to haunt them. For much of the season, actually, they had LeBron playing point guard, which is really impressive, especially considering he's normally a power forward. And uh, they don't have any strong guards compared to the Clippers with guys like Paul George and uh, Landry Shamit and Lou Williams, in fact. And the Clippers should actually win the highly anticipated Battle of L.A., and they're going to advance to the NBA Finals to face Milwaukee. And let's just go right into the NBA Finals, the Bucks and the Clippers. Now, this is an absolutely huge series, probably one of the best we've seen in many years. In fact, the first time in five years the Warriors haven't made it. Actually, the Warriors are first in the NBA draft lottery with guys like Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson injured the whole year and with no Kevin Durant. But I think Milwaukee is actually going to beat the Clippers and get get one of their first NBA finals. This is huge for them. Giannis, this is going to give Giannis more incentive to stay and sign. I think the Bucks will take this in six. They're such a strong team. All around amazing. They have great inside guys led by guys like the Lopez brothers and Giannis. An absolutely amazing lights-out three-point shooting. Giannis has gotten so much better at that. Middleton is a great scorer. They're so good on defense, like... If you can name any aspect of the game, I bet the Bulls would be I bet the Bucks would be really good at it. They're such a well rounded team, and although the Clippers are too, the Bucks are just way too good for them. Kawhi can't guard five guys at once. They can find a way to limit PG's performance and Lou Williams' performance, and they should really find they, they can find a way to come out with it in six games. Close it out in uh we'll find a way to close it out in Milwaukee and they should celebrate with one of their first NBA finals in a very long time. So, if I had to simulate the NBA playoffs, that would probably be what I think would come. That would probably be who I think would come out on top this year in the NBA Finals. There has been talk of the NBA returning this year. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, recently made an announcement saying that they would talk again and figure out a plan in about two to four weeks. A ton of NBA stars, including guys like LeBron James, have advocated for returning this season. So there is a very good chance that this season is played, and I guess we'll have to wait and see that. See if my predictions come true. Thanks for listening, guys. That was episode five. Make sure to rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you in two weeks.